Welcome to the Healing Ninjas Podcast, a space dedicated to highlighting the healing stories of everyday people. This podcast is not a replacement for professional support. This podcast may contain content that may be graphic, violent, or traumatic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. The goal of sharing these stories is to help you, the listener, hear how people have struggled in various ways and the steps they have taken to become healing ninjas, individuals who are seeking to master the art of healing. Healing is not a linear process. We all have our ups and downs. This podcast aims to create a brave space for people to share and learn from one another. I'm your host, Hernan Carvente Martinez. Welcome to the Healing Ninjas community. Hey everyone, it's Hernan uh, here with episode three of the Healing Ninjas podcast. I am joined today by Veronica, who I recently met through social media and through her signing up through the Healing Ninjas um, form for this podcast. And so really happy and excited to be able to share your journey, Veronica, and just create a space for you to share some of your own journey and wisdom uh, with people tuning in. So thank you for being on the show. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited as well. And um hoping that what I share um, may help somebody out there you can as well. best believe that it will. And honestly, I just want to dive right into it and have you kind of share with people listening in a little bit about you, some of the journeys and experiences that have shaped your life and just kind of why, you know, healing has become important to you through some of those experiences. Yeah, of course. Um, well, <clears throat> I'm well. My name is Veronica. I'm about uh, about to be forty in November. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about um, healing was uh, passing of my father. I mean, he passed away when um, I, I was very young. I was um, only eighteen, and I mean, honestly, it's been twenty two years. But I feel like mm. I'm barely healing from that. Like it's along the way I kind of just ignored it, um, kind of numbed it with other things. Um, I just, uh, I became a single mom when I was, um, a year after my dad passed away. Um, mm -hmm. so it was, it was pretty hard for me. Um, so, I mean, just having kids and, um, you know, the passing of my father and having to move on in life, um, knowing that I'm still healing from that, that's why I think it's um, really important to heal from, you know, any past hurt or that you may have and carry on with you, um, you know, raising a family and just trying to move on in life. Um, you know, that hurt of my dad passing away, um, I held on to it for a long time. I mm. feel like I would... Um, drink a lot, um, go out with my friends, keep myself distracted rather than uh, allowing to, allowing myself to accept it, to accept the pain, to accept the hurt of him just not being here anymore. Mm. And, um, and I feel like it's affecting me now, 22 years later, because I didn't actually deal with it. I didn't heal from it. I didn't allow it. Mm um, to process. So, um, what are some, I, what are uh -huh. some of those things that you're processing now? And also how many kids? 
I have two kids. Um, my daughter will be 21 in December, and I have a son that's uh, 15. He just turned 15 in June. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. My daughter turns yeah. 12 today, by the way. So, Oh, really? Yay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. Can, you, can you share for us, um, you know, and, and thank you for being just leading off straight into that with the with the grief of, of the loss of your father and sort of what it really means to jump into the life of being a single mom. And, you know, just to keep it real with folk, like I actively ended the relationship with the mother of my daughter and put her in that same predicament. And I know that it wasn't easy for her. So I can only imagine that struggle, right, after dealing with that and just having to sort of raise children with, with that sort of void. But... What are some of those things that you you have found um, in your journey to have been most helpful in, in helping you process, right? Because you're, you're saying that now you're at this point of healing uh, that maybe you haven't done in the last 20 years. And, and why now? Um, why has it become important to you now? Uh, to me, it's become important because um, <sighs> along the way... Um, rather than, like I said, like rather than accepting it and taking it in, I was constantly keeping myself busy, you know, doing stuff. Um, when I felt the need to cry, like I missed either my dad or her dad. Once we separated, um, I would just, you know, kind of distract myself rather than, you know, cry and, and, and accept it. Mm. Um, so that's why I think it's, it is really important to, you know, accept whatever pain you have or any lessons that, you know, taught you that um, life has taught you with any mistakes that you have done. Because um, I just feel like if you just beat yourself over it, over what you should have done or what you did, um, it just you, you don't heal from it. Um, there's been times where we've had family gatherings and. Um, like I said, I was doing it with drinking and it just w wasn't working out because I, it, it turned into anger to, that just ended up building up. So when we would have family gatherings, I started, um, noticing like my anger would come out at the wrong time when I would get drunk. Mm. So I hurt my mom. I've hurt my sisters. I've hurt my daughter. I've hurt my son. I've said some hurtful things. And from those experiences is when, you know, hurting them and knowing the next day, you know, that I hurt them the night before and me not even being able to remember because I was drunk, mm -hmm. you know, just trying to mask everything out, all the hurt that I've had and, you know, just things in life on top of it, work and being a mom, <clears throat> I just feel like if you don't heal, it it does turn into anger and, and hurt and you end up hurting, you know, you could end up hurting those that you love the most. Mm -hmm. And to me, it took me <clears throat> those um, experiences, those times that I hurt those people to realize like, okay, you know, this isn't working for me anymore. <clears throat> and, you know, that's when I started working on myself and, going to therapy doing parenting classes and then that's you know when I realized it's like you know the alcohol isn't doing it for me anymore I need to accept um you know things that I didn't do correctly in my past you know mm -hmm. and just um 
just move on from it and and just be grateful for for everything that I have now. Mm. You talked a little bit about just how and and first and foremost, just want you to know I appreciate you. I am so grateful to you for being willing to share and be that vulnerable. And I know that that wasn't easy. And so I want people who are listening to just honor you for that. You know, the fact that, you know, this is like legit, y'all. Um, when I hit up Veronica, she told me straight up, this is like one of the first times she's sharing a lot of this. And I just want to honor your bravery, your strength and your resilience and being willing to do that now. Thank you. Thank you. Because it takes a lot, you know, it takes a lot to speak it out loud and, and say, you know, I, I, I hurt myself. I hurt my mom, my sisters, my daughter and my son, you know, like those, that's not easy to say out loud. Right. Like it's not easy right. to just, just mm -hmm. sit with. And for people who are tuning in, you know, some might be parents, some might not, but some might be experiencing these dynamics with their own parent. Right. Like some might be younger. What are some of the things that you would say to people who are listening to you right now and are just kind of going through those motions of trying to heal from things that they have not healed from in a long time? You know, alcohol is a conversation in and of itself, right? Like I used to be an alcoholic. I'm like 10 months sober. So I, I, I feel you there. I've been That's there. I, 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 thank you. And thank you for honoring just the journey of what substance use because, you know, that's a whole nother topic that we can get into. But what are some of the things that you would share to people who are just questioning that process right now, right? Like not everybody thinks that this healing journey is a, and, and you're noticing it right as you're speaking about it, it hurts, right? Like it's not yeah. easy to go through, but even your willingness to be sharing right now is really powerful. What are some things that you would say to people who are listening to you right now who are like, man, that was, that seemed hard to do. How did that feel like for you in this moment? And how would people, you know, be able to lean into it and not feel that fear or just not wanting to cry? I would say, um, take time for yourself to find, um, like your peace to where you're going to allow all of that to come in to find what's what's hurting you what you're trying to get away from without trying to mask it with something else you know trying to distract yourself from it I mean I know <clears throat> sometimes it's good you know not to go the negative way and you want to think positive but sometimes I feel like you need to allow it you need to allow it to come in to to accept it in order to heal otherwise you're just going to keep you know pushing it in pushing it away pushing it away like and, and it's just going to keep building up building up and it gets worse like you know just like I feel like it happened to me and that's what I was doing and and I wish I wouldn't have I, if I could go back I would I would have done therapy a lot sooner just you know I feel mm -hmm. like I could have been a better parent you know better wife a better <laughs> daughter Mm. And it's just, and I just feel like not only that, it's just so good. I, I feel like it'll be so much good for your soul as well, you know? Mm. Um, just you being able to love yourself and accept yourself how you, how you are or just from your experiences or any hurt and pain that you've gone through in life. Mm. And, you know, you're, you're sort of sharing some of the, 
sort of like really heavy things that you've experienced and yet you carry, right? And and some of those maybe to you are not even, you know, I'm speaking for myself, interpreting matter of fact, right? Like for some of that, you've maybe already sort of grown with it and and, and sort of experienced it. When there are moments of, of joy or when you're feeling really happy, like what what do those moments look like for you, right? Like how do you now, as you're saying to people, find that peace, find the thing that, you know, maybe is hurting you as you're doing that for yourself, what are things that are starting to bring happiness and, and healing into your life now? Uh, having a better relationship with my kids. Mm. I feel like um, not being angry or frustrated or all the time. I just talk to them different. And we. I feel like um, we have such a better relationship. Like I said, I said, you know, very hurtful things to my daughter and you know, the way we grew up, it's like, you know, my mom, I, my, I, since my dad passed away, I had taken, I, my mom has been with me. She didn't work. My dad was in like bad debt. So, I mean, I basically <clears throat> took care of myself, my daughter and my mom for a good four years. I was a single mom oh, wow. and I still take care of my mom till this day. Um, but it's just, uh, I kind of got sidetracked with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I mean, I, I, I want to give you space to just really highlight the things that are making you engage happy. in this podcast. Yeah, happy. Yeah. But also, you know, you, you, you reached out and and wanted to share for a reason. And I think that you're at a really important time in your life. And, and I'd like for people to hear why, you know, where, why is it now that this healing has become so important to you now? Yeah. And, and not only like a relationship with my kids, it's, it's a relationship with my mom. I mean, my mom still hurts me till this day. And, um, my mom's 73 and, you know, she'll say some hurtful things to me sometimes. And it's like, how can you do that to me? Like I'm your daughter, you know? And, it, but in a way it helps me learn to not be that way with my kids. Mm. Um, and I feel you know, there's stuff that she's been through that she needs to heal from, you know, from her past and, you know, missing my dad and her, you know, being alone. And I know a lot of it has to do with that, you know. Mm. And I mean, you know, like I said, that's one of the reasons why, you know, healing is important. You know, you you can hurt others along the way if you, you haven't healed. Um, I mean, I know everybody's different, but I just feel like for me, it just... It just turned into my hurt ended up turning into anger. Mm. And, um, you know, I just hurt my loved loved ones along the way. And, um, I, I just feel it, it is really, really important. Um, cause I would hate for someone to, you know, go through the same thing. And, um, I mean, honestly, I have had cousins that, have gone through the same thing and you know they don't talk anymore and sometimes the kids are involved you know little kids and they're the ones who suffer because adults are not talking anymore you know mm -hmm. but um when yeah you, it, mm -hmm. when you when you think about these moments right where you are sort of witnessing the family dynamics right like where you have where you're trying to be very different from the way that maybe your mom was with you and, and just watching maybe family members. Can you can you unpack that a little bit for some of the people who are listening, right? Like, 
understanding that when you're going through that journey and, and you kind of already alluded to your own age, right? You're hitting 40s, but like that journey of trying to shift, pivot to a different way of raising our children or just being while actively still dealing with the same dynamics from our own parents, from our mm-hmm. own relatives. What has that yeah. been like for you? And, and navigating that sort of shift in your own life and having a better relationship with your kids and being open and, and more loving and, and maybe counter to all the things that you were raised with and also the things that you see every day. How has that been like for you? Um, honestly, it's, it, it's not easy, that's for sure. I mean, my son constantly tells me, like, why do you yell all the time? You don't have to yell. You know, you can just talk. And it's just, my mom was like that. She's just, and even still, still to this day, she just yells for everything. And, and I get it. I get it. You know, what's great and what feels so good is that my son is telling me that. Like, he's only 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that till now. Like, you know, maybe about five years ago that, you know, the way my mom was and how she's hurting me and, and it's just, it's a struggle. It's a struggle at times because I feel like, you know, you, you don't know any other way because that's how you were raised. Mm. And, um, you know, the, there was a, about two weeks ago, my son wasn't listening and wouldn't listen. And um, I just yelled. I snapped at him. I lost it. I got frustrated. And I said, you know what? Just get out of my room. I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't want to talk to you. And, um, he said, no, mom, he says, you know what I've noticed? He says, uh, I asked myself, you know, why, why am I the way I am with you sometimes? Why do I talk to you the way you talk to me? And it's because the way you talk to me, Mm. he says, can we talk about this? He says, can we end this? Can we stop this? Can we just try to have a relationship and not yell, like not get angry with each other? Do you know, like that touched my heart. That made me feel so good inside. Like he's realizing this at 15 years old. Yes. I just remember telling my mom this like three months ago. Mm. And he, he wasn't here. He didn't hear, he didn't hear us. He didn't hear that conversation. I mean, that feeling inside was the best like it it was like indescribable oh my God. i would say those are one of my happy moments like he's only 15 what 15 year old i mean from me growing up <laughs> <laughs> no i like for him to want to you know yeah change and stop it himself yes oh my that God. was big that was big and i said yes of course we can and, <laughs> He came to me and he hugged me and he's like, you know, I just, you know, just like you were telling, talking to me about grandpa once, you know, cause my dad was only 54 when he passed away. Mm. He says, you know, I never know when you're not going to be here anymore. And I just, I, I want us to change. He says, can we do that? And what surprised me the most is my husband walked in, thought we were yelling, like arguing. And he's like, dad, he says, we need some time right now. Okay. We're talking. We're not going to yell. And he says, right, mom, we're not going to (laughs) yell. I was so shocked. (laughs) 
it was like the best feeling ever. And after that, um, I went, we know he went into his room. We hugged, we cried. Um, I went back into his room. I'm like, let's go get some ice cream. Yes. And we had the best conversation. Like we haven't had a conversation like that in such a long time. <sighs> oh my God. It, it was good. It was, it was a great feeling. Really great feeling. What you're describing right now is like full-blown generational healing. Like you are talking about you going through your own process and, and sharing some difficult stuff with your mom and trying to process that. And, you know, she's 73 and taking some of that in. And now all of a sudden you're describing your 15-year-old just kind of like, we're going to have a conversation about this. We're going to like process this out right now and we're going to be okay. And... Yes. Like, I just want yes. you to like see that and hear that, you know, for yourself and for everyone listening to like, this is really like generational healing. Like, the, like there's no better way to define it with like that example that Veronica just mentioned of her own life in this present moment. We're talking about teaching not just ourselves to honor the things that have caused us pain and harm and the, the harm that we've caused. But now we're talking about seeing our own children learn some of those qualities and start actively modeling things that, you know, we're hitting, you know, in, in the later yes. stages of our life, figuring out now. Right. And and I just yes. want to like freaking honor yes. that for you. I, I am so happy and grateful that you are experiencing that now. And, and for people who are listening, you know, are there things that you would share with them too about just that piece around the, about, parenting and and oh, like having their children like for parents out there specifically right like how do you replicate some of that um for others who want to engage in conversations with their children like that how would how would how should they go about that if they want to have those kind of moments too i would say do not give up i mean i recently was ready to give up i was just like you know i'm just gonna let him do his thing like taking the easy way out basically not being on him with his homework not just letting them be because it, it's hard. It's a struggle. And, you know, I thought I had it rough with my daughter when she was a teen and he has more of an attitude with me than, than my daughter did, which is crazy. I didn't think <laughs> it would happen because he's a boy, you know, but I noticed that I need to be more sensitive with him that he's a boy than my daughter was. And I just feel like, you know, growing up, <clears throat> I'm Mexican, <laughs> you know, how they say, you know, the boys don't cry and they have to be tough. Uh -huh. and... Ponte duro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one day I told him, I remember I went in there and I told him, you know what? You can't be so, so damn sensitive. How are you going to survive in life when people are mean, when people are. I'm sorry, I have my alarm on. <laughs> um, when people are mean to you, you know, you're not going to survive out there. So I would just still yell at him and tell him and then one day I want to say about a week later my mom told me something and I got hurt by it and she's like hi eres bien delicada like you're so sensitive you know and I was like whoa I, I it took me back to that conversation with my son and I said you know what you know my mom can't change who I am I am who I am I'm super sensitive and it made me think you know what I can do that with my son. I should be grateful that he's got a great big heart. Like yes. I have to accept him how he is, you know, and 
it's crazy to me how much I've learned through my kids. Like they have taught me that I need to change like with the things that I need to change. And with us, like there was no way growing up, we would be able to tell our parents anything, you know, (laughs) it's like you you had, yeah, you had no opinion, no opinion. You weren't able to talk. And if you did, you got smacked at least me growing up. The second la chancla. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So, yeah. So I tried to, I've been changing that with my kids and, you know, I I hear the comments from my sisters and even my nephews, you know, because they were kind of, you know, beaten growing up. Mm. and um you know they make their comments but i don't care because my relationship with my kids is actually getting better and i would say i mean don't give up i'm not gonna lie to you there's been times where i've left the house crying because i couldn't deal with it anymore and one day my husband said really you're just gonna leave and i said yes Mm. got in the car took off i was crying like i was crying so hard that i i had to pull over because i couldn't drive anymore because i couldn't see and i turned took a turn and and this was during one of my like really dark darker times right now i'm you know still healing but i'm a lot better and i was ready to just give up on just being a mom i said i can't do this anymore and i was i just stepped on the gas pedal kept going kept going and going and going and i was gonna run into a a pole and just I, I was in a really really bad bad time mm. and um I was crying so hard again I couldn't see and I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna be able to see if I'm gonna miss if I'm gonna hit the pole or oh not my God. <laughs> so um I ended up pulling over and uh, weird thing is um I pulled over in a parking lot and I just cried and cried and cried and cried and um I um, just basically let it all out, came back home. You know, my daughter, everybody said they were sorry they hugged me. They were worried about me because I was gone for a great while. But, I mean, I was just ready to give up. And I'm so, so, so grateful. I'm so glad I didn't because the relationship that me and my daughter have now, this is when she was like 15, 16. She's going to be 21 in, in December. And it's just it's amazing like mm-hmm. the relationship we have it's it's not even it, like me and my mom don't have, have that relationship and it feels really good to, and, and I still feel like it's not enough and you know I ask my daughter sometimes I'm like hey you know how is how are you doing you know you want to talk about anything you know or write to me you know because we started writing to each other because we found it was hard for us to talk to each other mm. and um I mean, I, that's one thing I would suggest maybe um, for parents that find it hard to talk to their kids, you know, um, maybe write to each other. You know, when you feel like you want to tell them that you love them and you can't do it. I know, like for us, it's hard in my family household because my mom didn't bring us up that way at all. No, like love. No. I mean, we knew she loved us, but she wouldn't give us a hug or tell us she loves us or a kiss or anything like that. Mm. I would say, you know, share it in writing whenever you feel like, you know, I'm really proud of my kids or my son or my daughter. You know, I would say write it down if you can't speak to them. Mm. 
that has helped me with my daughter. Thank you. Thank you, Veronica. You know, just for, I'm so glad you're still here. Um, you know, and <laughs> thank you for being willing to share that particular piece, uh, especially in such an important month, which, you know, we're, we're in the middle of Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And, you know, just, right. you know, the, those moments come. You know, I, I spoke about my own uh, attempt at suicide yesterday and it's heavy, you know, and, and I'm just honored to be in the space with you and being able to talk to you and get to know you and your journey. And uh, if, if you if you can, um, just to wrap it up, right, is there any way that we other things that you would like to end off in, in a minute or so just about things that people should be supporting or things that people should be talking about more? as it relates to healing or just generally, right? Like, is there any particular, you know, thought in a minute that you would want to end? Mm, the only thing I would uh, would from coming from me is uh, it was hard for me to talk about it. Um, and, it. and if it is hard for you, you know, just get out of that. Get out of the, um, if it's uncomfortable, I would say, you know, get out of that. And even if it's uncomfortable, you're going to feel way better along the way and it, it and it, it is a process you know it's gonna feel weird along the way you know the first day is gonna feel you know like just like right now me talking about it you know I'm I'm, I'm a little nervous but I feel like I would want to share it so if somebody's thinking twice about you know going to therapy or you know talking to your kids changing your ways um you know, it, it just gets better and it gets easier. It's never too late. There's always a No. Point. Yeah. Thank you, Veronica. Muchas gracias. I really appreciate you. Of Thank course. You de nada, de nada. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. For sure. Of course. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And follow us at Healing Ninjas on all social media platforms. If you're interested in sharing your own story, We'd love to hear from you. Go to www.healingninjas.org and sign up to be featured. We look forward to sharing your journey next.